You sold the cows. Now what? Lots of sale barn reports, updates, and more. Crew, let's ranch it up. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us as we ranch it up. I am Jeff Tigger Earhart. Tigger. And I'm Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. Beck. A big thanks to our partners, Neogen, Allied Genetic Resources, LivestockMarket.com, the Mile City Bucking Horse Sale, DLCC Ranch, RFD TV, the Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. How are y'all doing today? I hope it's just wonderful where you are at. Because where we are, two feet of snow. Oh, not, not even you're not messing even talking with about two the feet wind. of snow. What about the 45 mile an hour winds to, to go with it? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I have been crabby. Let's just be honest. You I've were been, crabby before this even came about. I was crabby in 1982. <laughs> you got crabby when I brought the Christmas tree out in October. And then you were crabby the day you made me take it down day after Christmas. And that's what happens when you're crabby. You end up with snow in April. I just, I, <laughs> I, have, I have spring fever. I just want spring here. Now on to a happier note. Please. From the folks that brought you Cattleman U and Cattleman U Live. K Rose Company, one of our partners, and by the way, Tigger and I were out there last summer in and Bozeman. Bozeman and mm-hmm. participated in the event. We were the host couple for it. Mm-hmm. Anyway, check them out on Facebook and on Instagram because they're going to be offering a free learning opportunity for us all. It is happening as we speak every Wednesday from now through May 18th. The free webinar series is called How to Market Your Cattle Throughout the Production Supply Chain. Now, I know John Rose will be talking about marketing calves, what buyers are looking for, and how to get more money in the country, how to market after a drought or in a drought, and lots more. So, folks, head to CattlemanULive.com for more details. Speaking of Cattlemen U and Cattlemen U Live, consider joining us, Tigger and Beck, and the team from K-Rose Company and Cattlemen U for the second Cattlemen U Live event in Grand Island, Nebraska, this fall, September 16th through the 18th. Cow Country News, you know, the cow stuff. Following an announcement in a USDA report highlighting an increase in Brazilian beef imports, the NCBA renewed its call for the immediate suspension of fresh beef imports from Brazil. NCBA has repeatedly called for a thorough audit of Brazil's animal health and food safety system to ensure the safety of the U.S. cattle herd. Now, in 2021, Brazilian exports to the United uh, United States, excuse me, increased by 131%. This is where a lot of people say we shouldn't even be importing at all of any foreign cattle. I'm one of them. In the first three months of 2022 of this year, Brazil has already shipped more than 50,000 metric tons of fresh beef to the United States. Speaking of the NCBA, Mm -hmm. won't we be having NCBA, USCA, and RCAF on the show here in the next coming weeks? Yes, very good. I'm I'm working on that. As we speak, I'm getting all three of them are going to have a platform to share what they think we need to do in the future to try to preserve this beef market. I'm going to say make the beef market better. And speaking of upcoming stories, we're following what's happening in the Ukraine and agricultural products. This one hitting very close to home, and we're going to have more on this one. Here in the United States, manure, yeah, believe it or not, manure is a hot commodity amid commercial fertilizer shortages. Like I said, we're going to have more on this one. So I guess, Beck, to make it number one, 
you need to be in the business of number two. <laughs> oh my gosh. Lots of sailborne information to go through. We'll start from west to east. Central Oregon Livestock Market, their sale recap from April 4th. On the steer side, five to six weight steers at $1.70 to $1.91. Six to seven weight steers, $1.58 to $1.75. And then seven to eight weight steers at $1.50 to $1.60. For the heifers, four to five weights at $1.55 to $1.70. Five to six weights, $1.48 to $1.70. Six to seven weights at a dollar forty to a dollar fifty, and then seven to eight weights at a dollar thirty to a dollar forty-three. On to the way up cows, the high yielding cows, the lean high yielding cows. They called them eighty-seven to ninety-four. The high yielding fleshy cows, they called them eighty-seven to ninety-three. The medium yielding cows from seventy-eight to eighty-six, and then the low yielding cows from sixty to seventy-seven. On to the way up bulls, they called them anywhere from ninety-five all the way up to a dollar twelve. On to Harriet Livestock, Harriet, South Dakota, wrapping up their sale April 8th. On the steer side, black and black white face steers weighing $5.69, coming in at $2.50. Black and black white face steers coming in at $6.67 at $1.82 and a quarter. Black and black white face steers at $7.51 at $1.65 and a half. Black and black white face steers at $8.44 at $1.51 and then $9.28 weight steers black and black white faces coming in at a dollar 48.75 on to the heifer mates 563 weight heifers these were blacks and black white faces at a dollar 72 and a quarter 664 weight heifers in harriet south dakota last week black and black uh, excuse me black and black white face at a dollar 58.75 847 weight heifers these were red heifers they just called them red. I don't know what specific breed is in. They just called them red at $1.52. And then 746 weights. This was a big swath, over 100 head. 746 weight heifers, black and black white face at $1.4675. The high yielding cows in Harriet, 88 to 99. The middle yielding cows, they called them 80 to 87. The low yielding cows from 70 to 87. And then the way up bulls, demand on the way up cattle, 95 on the bulls again, 95 all the way up to $1.15. And wrapping up by going to the Springfield Livestock Marketing Center by request in Springfield, Missouri. Last week, the cow-calf pairs, they called them $1,000 to $1,600 for the feeder cattle, the steers, Three to four weights at a dollar ninety to two twenty. Four to five weight steers a dollar eighty-five to two fifteen. Five to six weights a dollar seventy-five to two oh five. Six to seven weights a dollar fifty-five to a dollar seventy-nine. Seven to eight weights a dollar forty-five to a dollar sixty-five. And then I'm going to wrap up this report with eight to nine weight steers last week in Springfield, Missouri, at a dollar thirty-eight to a dollar fifty. If there is a market report that you would like me to report on, send me an email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. You can message me over social media and of course call and text 247-707-726-2420. Now what do you do when changes need to be made? And it may mean selling the cows. You may have to expand. You may have to think of another enterprise. Details coming up when we come back. Before bull season gets wrapped up this spring, consider South Devon Bulls and Genetics to fit the needs of the commercial cattlemen. And the place to purchase those genetics is from DLCC Ranch, Saturday, April 16th at the ranch in Piers, Minnesota. 
DLCC is extremely committed to science and has been gathering whole herd information for over two decades. To learn how South Devon genetics can benefit your operation, head to DLCCRanch.com. Welcome to the Cowboy Mardi Gras, the world-famous Mile City Bucking Horse Sale, May 19th to the 22nd. The party of the year gets bigger all the time. With the Thursday kickoff concert, the Oren Murai Permit Challenge on Friday, PRCA Match Front Riding on Sunday, and now three days of horse racing. Plus, there's family fun at the annual parade, shopping our huge trade show, and lots more events. Go to BuckingHorseSale.com to see our giant four-day weekend of fun and get your tickets now for the one and only world-famous Mile City Bucking Horse Sale. What is one of your favorite times of year and it's right around the corner? Easy, branding season. I love branding season. Crew, it doesn't matter if you're selling commercial heifer calves come fall or bulls next spring. Branding season is the time to take samples for genetic testing. Get enrolled in Identity Branded or Identity Beef. Add value to those feeder cattle. Add value to your breeding cattle through genetic evaluation tools from, you guessed it, Neogen. Let's get it on. Cattle battle. A cattle battle is on, my friends, but I have a question to start out with. Do you like change? How do you deal with change? What do you do when you need to make a change or realize that you have to, that you're, you're kind of your back is up against the wall, you're over a barrel, as they say? Now, this one, this one goes deep, and I'm heading to northwest North Dakota for this one, to the Badlands into home of Trevor and Bailey Burian. Now, I've had Trevor and Bailey on the shows before. They're a very progressive young couple. They, they're utilizing resources that are available to them. They're really paying close attention to the grasses that they grow, to cow herd nutrition. They added the enterprise of selling custom beef. Now, I told y'all that they're a very progressive young couple. One of the funnest young couples to follow on Facebook. And, and why? Because, Bailey, I'm going to razz you you're always smiling. You're always chipper. You are, there you go. See that laugh. You're always saying something positive. And Trevor, I got to raise you and tease you because you will, you will, <laughs> you will be crabby and you will be cranky. And it, it's, it's enjoyable to watch the two of you banter, I'm going to say, and, and, and bicker and have fun. Both wonderful people, but it is very fun to, to follow the adventures along of uh, of the Burian clan here, of everything that's going on with your family and watching them grow. But it is fun to see you guys banter back and forth on social media. <laughs> Trevor, you're a good sport. I have to tease you a little bit, of course. Now, last fall on Facebook, I saw, Trevor, that, that you and Bailey, you were selling the haying equipment, selling the tractors, the balers, everything. And I thought, like a lot of people, what the heck is going on? And then this spring, Trevor, you made the announcement that you're selling the cows, bam. But you're not getting out of the ranching business, not getting out of the cattle business by any means. You're just changing the business model to selling the cows and going to custom grazing. Now, first, guys, thanks so much for visiting with us. Trevor, Bailey, how, why? Tell us Tell us all about this new business model change. Just trying to figure out how to get, get some of our, our costs under control when it comes to the cow herd um, up here in the north our, our number one cost is winter feed costs i realize that you know spending all this money on haying equipment having to purchase uh, purchase new haying equipment 
and you know repairs upkeep and then something a lot of farmers and ranchers don't take into account is their own personal labor mm-hmm. and you know what what that labor is worth and if it's pulling you away from something else that can make you money but you need to be compensated for that and after looking at the numbers what we were spending on haying you know i decided that uh you know we'd get rid of the haying equipment and then we uh we decided to, re- to go to ranching for profit it was on the kind of to-do list for a while and uh we kind of had an idea that we had some other friends in the past from up in North Dakota go down to ranching for profit and they ended up coming back and selling the cows. So we had kind of the inkling that we might be discovering the same thing. So we kind of prepared for ourselves for that realization. And then in addition, last year, uh, we had purchased some, some new land and rather than uh, going into more debt and purchasing cattle to fill that land, we filled it with custom grazers. So we still had our own cow herd and then the other half of it, we filled up with custom grazers. Custom grazers are other people's cows that they own. They're basically renting our pasture plus our labor. We run them, we, uh, we take care of the fences, all the maintenance, make sure they have clean water and pasture. And um, so we started doing that last year. And so when we went down to ranching for profit and you know running the numbers on what it takes to run a a cow for an entire year and our profit from that and and what we profit for for running a custom grazer cow for somebody else for five months i mean it, it ended up being pretty close within within 75 dollars of profit between the two and so we came to the realization that you know if we just ran custom grazers and got rid of having to feed over the winter we we could then run twice as many cattle for those five months as we do a cow herd for 12, have a similar profit margin with none of the overheads of, of winter feeding. And it's gonna make, it was just a, a no brainer when you when we put it in black and right. white. And, and I need to say that Ranching for Profit, I'm very familiar with the program. I love the program and I wanna help, you know, disclaim this, that by no means are they saying sell the cows. By all means, mm-hmm. it is a snapshot it is helping us establish a snapshot of our operation. And where Bailey and Trevor are at is going to be very different than where Beck and I are at, of course. So I, I, yeah. it, it's a wonderful program. Bailey, I'm going to come to you with this. Was this hard for you? Because I know that you had a fondness for the cows in general. Was this a little tough for you when, when Trev says, dear, we're going to sell the cows and we're going to do, go down this road? Was it tough or did you say, hallelujah, finally? well it was a little bit bittersweet you know you have an attachment to them but after crunching the numbers it was it was a no-brainer it just made complete sense Um, and then one of the things that we really love to do is the regenerative ag part of it Mm -hmm. so trevor is a huge grass guy i'm a biologist and so it was a way that we could increase our profit and still fulfill that passion of growing grass and healing the land and using regenerative grazing practices. So it was a no-brainer. Now, Trevor, where we're at, because of the drought, we got cracks in the ground big enough to swallow up a Volkswagen. So what are your pastures looking like? Or what are you thinking going into this spring, especially when, although we are getting a little bit of moisture, people are looking at it and saying, but we are still on the eve of an epic drought. Yeah, I guess maybe I'm an optimist in this, but I think we're in a lot better spot than we were going into 2021. 
uh, fall of 2020 was so dry and we didn't get any fall moisture. So we didn't get any fall regrowth. And when that happens, uh, no matter how good the next year, you're starting at, off at at least 25% forage deficiency. You're only going to get, you know, you're going to knock off 25% of your production because you don't have that fall regrowth. And we got, you know, an inch or two of rain last fall. We got lucky and had some regrowth and we've given a lot of pastures rest, kept cows off of them, off that regrowth in the fall. And so we've got a little bit, it's not much, it's been fairly dry. But I think if we get an inch or two of rain in April and May, I think we'll be off and running. And so I'm, I'm a little bit more of an optimist than most people when it comes to this, but I think we're sitting in a better spot, at least on our ranch, uh, going into 2022 than we were going into 2021. Having a cow herd, you can you can still do all the regenerative stuff and fulfill all your goals that way. Yeah, I think, but it, but it just comes down to a, a profitability. And we were feeding cows, you know, we're bale grazing, we're feeding hay back out onto the fields that it was produced on, and increasing our our soil health that way. But it just came down to to costs, and we can make you know more money in this other adventure and free up a lot of time. And in addition to that, we're going to be able to to stockpile more grass and and not you know try to graze everything down so much in the winter to offset some of those winter feed costs and that's going to turn around and in, increase our wildlife habitat mm-hmm. just make our land healthier if we're going to be able to stockpile you know more grass through the winter and it's going to be able to catch more snow and so we're going to catch more water and to, to grow that grass so i think just this decision is going to work the best for us from a profitability standpoint mm-hmm. and an ecological standpoint I'm going to have more next week with Trevor and Bailey about their new adventure. Trevor talks more about the Ranching for Profit seminar that allowed them to take a snapshot of what is working and what could use improvement on their outfit ultimately led them to this decision, the grass situation, and what the future may hold for this inspiring, trailblazing, and enthusiastic ranching couple. Thanks so much, crew. Up next, the numbers with Kurt when we come back. Every week we hear from one of our great partners with updates, info, schedules, reports, and everything in between when it comes to buying and selling livestock and hay online and private treaty. Livestockmarket.com on Facebook, too. I've been thinking about you Crown Royal kickoff concert featuring Reckless Kelly at Mile City Bucking Horse Sale, May 19th. You don't want to miss this live concert with guests making in the motor cars. Go to buckinghorsesale.com to get your tickets. Spring has sprung, and I know you have everything going through your mind from calving to spring planting. Are we going to get enough rain? Are we going to have enough hay? I understand this. But remember, it's not too late to add Allied Genetic Resources genetics into your bull battery. Now, spring may be here, but bull buying season is far from over. There's still lots of Allied sales one can attend. Make a difference and add Allied Genetic Resources to your program. You'll be glad you did. The necessities of life, food, water, shelter. And your favorite radio hosts, this is Jeff Tigger Earhart. Tigger. And Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. Beck. Join us every week right here for the Ranch It Up radio show. And the Bend radio show. We talk cattle, market, sale barn reports, news. Cooking, lifestyle, outdoors, recreation. And everything in between. And there's a lot in between. Ranch It Up. And the Bend.
Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for hanging with us. Kirk Donsbach, Stonex Financial Incorporated. Kirk, I think a lot of us have taken a break from watching what the markets have been doing, and we've been looking out the window a whole lot more because I tell you what, tis the season, the weather patterns all over the boards. Excessive amounts of, of snow in the north, blizzard conditions in the north. We've got tornadic activity. That's a word, tornadic activity? I'm not sure. <laughs> tornado, <laughs> tornado activity in uh, the areas of you know Oklahoma and Arkansas. I tell you what, it's a lot of us are just kind of you know, watching out the door of what's going to happen in terms of the weather department. Yeah, that's right, Tigger. We're all sure hoping for some weather. I know it's much needed out here in the West. And I suppose in your country, mine too, and a lot of other places, there's a lot of people fixing to start uh, spring planting. I know uh, brandings have been going on already in other parts of the country. I know AIing season for some people has been going on. I, it just kind of depends where you're at. But this has been a weather anomaly. Not that I want to take away from watching the markets or anything, Kirk, or what we're doing, but you are like many of us where you wear multiple hats, where you are in the marketing business per se on the brokerage side, but you're also a producer right there. So as soon as we're done, you're probably got to go out and feed cows. That's absolutely right. And the cattle markets even need some moisture too, so we can uh, stop this herd liquidation. Exactly. So what's going on there? What's happening? As of Friday, April 8th, April feeders closed at 154.70. That's down $7.17.5 on the week. Obviously not a good week in feeders, largely because of the corn. The CME feeder index closed at 156.01. That's down $0.04. Cents. So cash is held quite steady in all this, leaving the basis as a ne- at a negative $0.54. Cents. So futures and the feeder index kind of lined up for April. April live closed at 138. That's down only $0.22.5 cents on the week. Cash traded 138 in the south to 141 in the north. That's steady to slightly lower on the high end versus the prior week, leaving the basis at positive 17.5 cents to $3.17.5. Weekly slaughter came in at a very large 676,000. That's uh, up 37,000 on the week and up 34,000 over last year. And all that high volume. Still had higher box prices, printing choice at two seventy forty seven, up another three dollars and thirty three cents on the week. So beef demand seems to be still moving along quite briskly. Um, the negative news of relative to feeders is May corn closed the week at seven dollars and sixty eight cents. That's up thirty four and three quarters of a cent on the week. Kirk Donsbach, Stonex Financial Incorporated. As I said, always a pleasure, sir, and look forward to visiting with you next week. And I do hope that you do get some much-needed moisture at your place, too, out of this storm. Well, thank you, sir. Bull sale season is slowly coming to an end. Uh, Not fully, but uh, will be in the next 30 days or so. Tigger, uh, I know you're sad over this. I, I think bull season has got to be one of your it's favorites. It's one of my favorite times. I love this time of year. Well, hey, hold on. Rodeo season is getting amped up, and we're going to be hitting the road again shortly. Yay. So if that makes you feel any better. Okay, I feel better. <laughs> All right, quick shout-outs here. Great sale to Valmer Angus Ranch from Wing, North Dakota. 90 yearling bulls averaged 52.39. 18 two-year-old bulls averaged 57.23. 79 commercial heifers averaged 16.19 and had a sale top of 22,000. That was Valmer's, you said? Valmer yes. Angus Ranch? Okay. Yes. I'm looking through my list here. Okay, here's one more I'm going to pick out for everybody. Cooper Hereford Ranch to report on. 86 yearling Hereford bulls averaged 12,552. Wow, a 
30 females averaged 84.17, and they had a sale top of 90,000. Congratulations. And now, as we speak, the DLCC Ranch, I would imagine their sale is, is, depending upon when you're listening to this, that it is fixing to start if it's not going a little bit. So as soon as we're done with our shows, you can go ahead and you can jump over online and you can bid and view online at superiorlivestock.com for DLCC Ranch. And then May 2nd, Spickler Ranch South, Glenfield, North Dakota, which is by the Carrington area, if you're wondering, selling 150 yearling Angus bulls, 80 heifers. The sale is broadcast on dvauction.com. You can just head to spicklerranch.com and now i want i just want to put in a little word about dv auction in fact all of the other online viewing services they are wonderful to view and bid it online and to look at their preview videos for bull sales but also remember a lot of sale barns are broadcasting their sales every single day so if you want to know what feeder calves are doing in a certain part of the country just jump on any one of those sites hold up i'm not done yet Calving season is wrapping up for some and just starting for others, so let's have some fun, shall we? Send us your best calving video or picture. It could be a wreck where your mama cow got on a hunt or maybe where the kids are out having fun and helping you out. Now, who's going to be the person that actually films that when mama cow got on the hunt? You're going to get in trouble because if somebody <laughs> is running across the pan but you're giggling and filming that, I would giggle and film it. So I was you. just thinking on our you outfit. Would, you would do the same thing. Absolutely. You would video. I'm going to hold on to that, that video. Catch that memory. Have it preserved <laughs> forever. All right. Well, we want to see what's going on on your outfits. Send us your entries to ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Again, again, that's ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Winner gets a box, a whole box of Ranch It Up swag. And that's going to wrap it for today, crew. A big thanks from our outfit and our crew to yours, Trevor and Bailey D. Burian. Appreciate it so much. Kirk Donsbach with Stonex Financial Incorporated. And, of course, keeping us in line, the boss lady Beck. Our partners, Neogen, Allied Genetic Resources, LivestockMarket.com, the Mile City Bucking Horse Sale, RFD-TV, the Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. And crew, so glad y'all came with us one more time as we ranch it up. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook, as Beck said, at Ranch It Up Show. Our email, well, that's what she said, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. You can call and you can text us 24-7. The number is... 707 Ranch 20. Spread the good word and join us again next time where it's always Tigger and Beck approved. Nice. <laughs> Stay ranchy, crew, and ranch it up. <laughs>